The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Hour number two. 713-780. ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz. Click like. There's also Twitter at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Aaron is blitzed at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. So who did you ask? Uh, whoever the guy is sitting in the sports map uh, producer's room. Yeah. I don't know his name, to be honest. But he knew. But there was a girl sitting in there with him, an intern. And I said, we, well, he said it first. Like, as soon as I showed him the picture, I said, you know who this is? He said, Bryce Harper. And I looked at her and she said, she, he looks familiar. I said, would you have known he's Bryce Harper? She said, no. Yeah, I think that's... Um, it, it's hard to say with those guys because some of them are, are like way beyond sports dorks. Like Pat, yeah. Patrick Creighton walks in here, he he'll he'll tell you right away who it is. But Creighton's a a baseball nut. He knows what his great aunt looks like. <laughs> yeah, and, and and he'll be able to quote all his stats for every season too. On top of that, and in high school when yeah. he was in Vegas. All right. So uh, more importantly, this uh, it's it's time for for golf picks. And uh, this is where, all right, Aaron, explain to him the rules. Just, let's get you involved in this. All right. So we have four different categories. Category one are the top 20 odds for the Open Championship. Uh, the odds range from 8 to 1 to 47 to 1. We each get three players out of category one. In category two, the odds range from 50 to 1 all the way down to 90 to 1. We get one player from there. Category three, odds are 100 to 1 to 250 to 1. Another one player and then one final player from the rest of the field, which on this one is 300 to 1 to 1,000 to 1. All right. Pick six. The top four scores average out. Winner has the lowest score on Sunday night. Okay. Uh, I, I, I want to ask a real question here. We have to pick... Like our three from the top tier first, right? We can't drop down to another tier and snatch no, one of those. No, you've got to go in order. Okay. Uh, do you? Uh, and it's never come I up. Accident, no, I picked one from the lower tier accidentally last time. Yeah, but that was okay. an accident. Okay. I, well, I don't care. Well, because if that's what you want to do, Fred, you can do well, that. Well, no, but I, I mean, not that I'm going to do that, but when you look at it, there's a lot of guys in that top group. It's true. You're going to wind up with, with somebody pretty good. It's like it's like I've always said about drafting quarterbacks in fantasy. Don't do it early because you know there's a, there's enough of them that you'll be okay with whoever you end up with. Yeah, I, w- I would say there's like fifteen names on here. I'd be okay with any of those three. Okay, yeah, go in whatever order you want. All right, I'm going to hit randomize. Okay, and the order is AJ, Fred, Aaron. So I will pick first, and I will take Brooks Koepka. Brooks Koepka. Yeah, that was going to be my pick. Well, you get the second pick. That's good news. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll stick with my uh, defending champ, uh, Sir John Rom. Romy, all right. Yeah, Aaron? I, I like to call him Sir John. I will stick with the same guy I've had all four up, times, uh, Jordan Spieth. 
Oh, okay. Okay. You get you get back to back there. Uh, uh my next. Uh, he's bit me in the ass before. I feel like I could trust him though. Yeah, I'm going Colin Morikawa again. Mm. Mm. Old strategy, Cotton. All right, Freddie. Uh, against my better judgment, I'm going to take someone that I really dislike, Rory McIlroy. Okay. I am going to Wait take... Wait a minute. Where is... Oh, there's more comment. I'm, I'm trying to keep track of who everybody has this time. I'm going to take Xander, Shoffley... Like it. ...and Louis Oosthuizen. All right, Freddie, back so, to you. So I get one more. You get one more top tier? Yeah, I'm going to take uh, my good friend Patrick Cantlay. Okay. Aaron? I am going to take Scotty Scheffler. Mm, I like that one. All right. And Aaron, you've, uh, you're into round two or into the uh, second tier. What are you liking? In the second tier, I'm taking... Uh, this has burned me before. It's going to burn me again. Adam Scott. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. That's good because that's not who I wanted. Uh, you get a, you get the choice over me, though. This seems I, like you were I am taking Harris English. Okay. Where is he? What's his odds? Uh, 70 to 1. Oh, I see him right here. Two-time winner on the PGA Tour this year, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Are you taking him because they're playing in England? And he's in, No. He, he's not English. He's Merkin. Uh, I'm going to take Mark Leishman. For my second tier guy. Okay. And for my third tier guy, I'm going to take Kevin Kisner. Kisner. Okay. All right. Freddie? For, uh, my third tier guy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, take the cock rack. Mm, good one. Uh, I found that it's coke rack is what I've actually I know that, out. but that's Cock not, rack sounds funny. Right? I know. Probably should have called our resident expert for how to pronounce this one. That's all right. But uh, I'm going to take Guido Migliosi. Migliosi. I like it. I like any Guidos. Where's uh, Where's Guido at? What's his odds? 150 to 1. He's about oh, four down from okay, your him, Kevin Kaisner. Okay. I'm... And uh, for your last pick, Aaron, who will you take? My final pick, I am going to take... God, there's so many of them. I think I'm going to take Jazz Jinehawahat Nude. Okay. At 350 to 1. All right. Where is that on the sheet? Uh, 351. He's like the second name on the, the top. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you got to love a name like that. Yeah, that's a good name. All right, Freddie boy. Uh, okay, I'm going to uh, let's see. I, I, I'm, I'm torn between taking guys that I've actually heard of and Taylor Gooch because he's a gooch. That's good. It's a good I, name. I, I think I got to do it right. I'm going I'm to take Taylor Gooch. Took him despite me. I see. Uh, now you've got <laughs> me cheering against a guy with the last name of Gooch, which I'm not crazy about. I will go with Marcus Armitage. Armitage. Yeah, I, I was going to go with Takumi Kanayaya. Who was the guy you were worried about me taking? Harris English. Oh, I don't want Harris English. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. This guy's a dope. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, there we go, boys. The squads are set. I will uh, see if I can get Granada to text me back. Our buddy Will Doctor's kind of busy, you know, What's covering he golf stuff. Oh, is that what he's doing? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Where? In, in England? Probably still here. I don't know if they're sending. I don't think they were sending. Well, they don't many even play till tomorrow. 
But I think he's got a lot to get ready for. Yeah, like my show. Then you tell call him. Did he? What did he tell you? He's too busy. Yeah, he said uh, he didn't have time. He did, I asked if he was available at five fifteen. He said I don't today. Had I remembered we do this on the eve of the majors, I would have cleared my schedule. Uh, I said if you have any time before see, seven, look, let me know. Look, look what a big headed little what, you know what, what you created. A jerk. Yeah. Jeez. Too too big for the show. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to call Granado on the air. Yeah. Why don't you do that? I, I like I like uh, Granado's uh, input. Frankly, he knows the stuff. If, if I'm not mistaken, he does a golf show on Saturdays that the other guy has to fill in on. Yep. When when the main guy's not there, so I, I think I want to go with the main guy because I bet he'll make time for us. You never know. So uh, this is this is the last one. This is your chance to to win three out of four. And then be forever disappointed the rest of your life that you couldn't pull off the Grand Slam. It's probably true. Uh, it's Aaron's last chance at redemption. Like, he's kind of like the Tiger Woods here, who's never going to win another major. I'm literally going to see zero holes of this. By the way, I'm like I'm going to be on the road all well. And, and the and what's funny is you could actually watch this one because it's on in the mornings, right? Yeah, I, if you weren't traveling, it. yeah. That that's because uh, I really enjoy it. It's one of the reasons I like the British so much. Is like. There's nothing else to watch on Although a Thursday I bet morning. On a, I bet I can listen to it on Sirius, can I? Yeah, you should be able to. We go off on the that, radio. That sounds miserable. I know it does. Big time me and sent me straight to voicemail. What? After three rings. What's he doing, golfing? Probably. Yeah, he's probably still on the Oh, course. no, it's been raining today. He's probably playing poker. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, if he's playing poker, he's forgiven. So. Well, I'm pretty sure my team's going to win anyway. Well, I, I don't know about that. I want to get I want to get analysis from experts, but I, I do like your Shoffley pick. Uh, it, it's good that you have a, a euro on there. That's important, and yeah, that's why I have that's why I have Rory is I have to have one euro. Right. Yeah. You know, if you, if you don't have a euro, then you're going to feel stupid when one of them, like we're going to all feel stupid when Justin Rose wins this thing because that because he was on that list and we didn't none of us took him. That's probably true. Yeah. Either that or he'll have like a five-shot lead going to the last round and then his score won't count because he'll fall so far. That 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 could happen. But he was he was in the uh, second group, right? With uh, Yeah, with Harris English and Adam Scott. and I think the key takeaway is for three guys who don't really know anything about golf, I know the most. Mm. Can we all agree? No, we can't. We can't agree on that. I think we can. Aaron? Because what happens when uh, what happens when I win this one and it's two two and I won I won the first two and that's no. what matters the most. No, what matters the most? The ma- whoever wins the Masters nope. is the tiebreaker. Nope, that's not it. U.S. Open just as big as the Masters. No, it's not. British much the Masters bigger. Masters is the biggest. No, it's not. Yeah, it, it doesn't even have all. It doesn't even have a full field like the U.S. Open does. It's much harder to win the U.S. Obey your master. And sorry, but the Open Championship much greater than the PGA. Uh no yes well probably but the Masters is still the big uh, one uh, doesn't matter and boy if you only win two then suddenly you're you're not even dominant well, that's true you just had a good year um Resi said Olympics golf will be the tiebreaker except AG's gonna be gone I'll be gone mm. maybe I'll send in my Davis Cup picks or Ryder Cup whatever they whatever they whatever cup they call yeah, it yeah I don't I don't want to mess with any cups. Mm. That's because you're a scared bitch. Mm-hmm. You're a crooked head bitch. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that wasn't me. That's you. 
That is me. Um, I'm, gonna, I, I'm not going to get that out of my head either. Like, when a homeless guy calls you a crooked head bitch, uh, it's, if you don't know what that, like, it's, I think it's just not knowing what it means. Like, what did he see about me that made me a crooked head bitch? You know what at least he didn't do? What? He didn't, he didn't try to uh, get money out of you by telling you he was here from Mississippi and that his family was around That's the corner true. and uh, yeah, that, that homeless 101 story that you get every time. It's like, my name is so-and-so and I'm from, uh, usually it's Gulfport, Mississippi. I don't know if they pass. I, I think there's a class on well, this. Well, if you say Biloxi, then it means you've gambled away your right, money. Right, And that's why you're a hobo. But you're, you're here in Houston with your family, and your family's right around the corner, and you're trying to feed your family. And, and of course, my thing is always, well, produce the family, and I'll produce some food. Well, him and haw, him and haw, yeah. God, you're such a jerk, Fred. No, I mean, Just I'm, give him some money for booze. No, I'm not going to give him a... Just give him some money for booze. I've got uh, actually, I've got some booze uh, in my in my office. Like I brought it here, thinking that it wouldn't fit on the the truck. It was all booze I was supposed to drink before uh, I left, and then I still haven't drank it. Um, but so I've got some extra booze. I may just give it to some hobos on the way home. That'd be nice, right? Like half a bottle of Bacardi. What homeless guy wouldn't want that? Are they going to say no? Of course not. Although, you know, like if you, you know what? Offer I, I a don't... cheeseburger. There might be. I don't want this cheeseburger. You ever I'm offer like, a homeless guy going. half a bottle of, vo- I, of vodka? Okay, I need, you ever heard him say no? I need a ruling from somebody who knows from the city, but I bet you can't give them open bottles of alcohol. Just like you. What can't. are, you, what are they going to call the cops on me? Uh, I don't want to say anything, but somebody you know got a ticket for making food for the homeless and bringing it down there. Uh, when that's that, food, I, they yeah, didn't have a but, permit. But the thing is, an open liquor bottle is the same reason is because apparently there are a holes out there that actually poison the food that they take to the homeless to make them sick. Oh well, that's not right. And so because of that, people who were just trying to help got in trouble. And, hey man, and got a ticket. F- that that's right. They, they they let the guy out of it because he whined about it. But you know. All right, let me tell you about TGS Insurance. Do you like money? Of course you do. Do you wish you had more? Of course you do. Do you wish that you didn't have to give so much to your homeowner's insurance? Of course you do. That's why TGS is right for you, friends. They know that you're tired of paying too much for the same coverage. What if you could get the same stuff for like 900 bucks less per year? Wouldn't you want that if you were getting the same stuff? Of course. Save that 900 bucks. Use it on other. Use it to feed the homeless. That's what I did with my, I saved over a thousand dollars and I gave all of it to homeless people because that's the kind of person I am. I'm also a liar. Uh, but what you can do is save money and it's so simple. You send, you text the word money to 23, 23, 23. They're going to ask for your address. You reply back within 15 seconds, bing, bang, boom. You've got an insurance quote, full and firm quote right there in your insur- in your inbox. And if you like it, cool. They're going to get you started, help you out on the back end, start you saving money today. If you don't, no big deal. Toss it. Text money to 232323. See what you could be saving with TGS. You're listening to The Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. 
You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. So me and my friend made a bunch of sandwiches and bought a bunch of chips in, uh, to the bridge under 45 in Edgebrook. Gave out all the food, chips, and water that we brought. I know there's laws and regulations around it, but me and my friends just wanted to do something. So that's the thing, man. You, you guys are, are good dudes. I hate that there's a law that has to be there because there are a few turds out there who want to cause trouble. I, I, I can't imagine anybody doing that. I really can't. I, I, think, I think that law should go away. I think all laws should go away. I don't know about all of them. I'm and kinda... we should live in the purge. Uh, forever purge. No, I'm I'm okay with a purge. I don't know about forever, but I'm okay with like a week long purge. That'd what be if fine. you didn't make it? I'd like my chances. Well, I don't know. You know what I? You You're know what I do? I'm not, but I'll tell you what my strategy be. I'll go out in my place in East Texas. I'll load up every single gun that I have, buy a few more, and uh, if you want to drive all the way out there to purge me, you better be faster on the draw. You better have more weapons. Do you? Uh, in is fact, your, I'm going to have a cannon. I'm going to have like a Civil War cannon that I will blast your truck with. Is your place close to Kirbyville? Um, I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar. Do you know where Kirbyville is, Aaron? I don't. I'm about to look it up. One of my friends is going to Kirbyville, and they were. I I I'd never heard of it. Apparently, it's past Beaumont. Yeah, I've. I don't know where it is. It's. It's not on the. The route that I take to get to. Village okay. Mills. I, I don't. I don't recall seeing it. Doesn't mean it's not there. Uh no, it's a good ways east of you. It's just north of Buna. That's a made-up place, Buna. Hmm. <laughs> it's about forty-five minutes from your place. Okay. Okay, but it's east. Yes. What? What's? What's the crossroad that it's on? Uh, what? Or what's the main road that goes through there? Uh, Ninety-six. Is that a throwback to ten thirteen? La- is that a throwback to last episode when you found out that there's a song called "The Crossroads" by Bone Thugs and Harmony? Um, it was no. a top hit in nineteen ninety-six. No, which I, I don't even remember, <laughs> remember that particular song. So it was the one where our, all the thugs were harmonizing. Ah, that's how you can always tell that group apart from the other groups. Most most groups don't have thugs harmonizing. Unlike boys and men who have gentlemen they, those harmonizing. Those were gentlemen harmonizers. Not thugs. Bone thugs and harmony. Those were thugs who also happened to harmonize. Sam. It's a rare combination. I actually know a couple boys and men songs, mostly from the movies. Uh, I, uh, Do you know End of the Road? I, I'd probably if I heard it. That was the number one makeout song at the eighth grade dance. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. yes. For that my- was, that was the, always, it was the last song, and it was the slow dance for you guys, it was probably some different song, but for people of my age, the eighth grade dance, end of the road, was where it was at. That was your chance to touch a girl's butt. Um, you can't do that anymore. No, that's, no, that's, you oh, actually can't. No, that's illegal. But man, I don't even remember what eighth grade music we had. <laughs> it was a long time ago. You don't remember the eighth grade dance? No, I didn't do. Oh, I didn't man. do a lot of the, the. Like I didn't go to prom or any of that stuff. Yeah, but in eighth grade, you're getting to that age where you get to, like, sometimes you touch a girl's boob, and it's really mm-hmm. awesome. It's mm-hmm. like... Well, we, we were we had a band then. Although so I'm pretty we, sure we did my, okay. We did kid okay. just finished eighth grade. I'm yeah. pretty sure... I don't know if he's even kissed a girl. I think, I think he's he's working slow. You know what? It's probably a good thing. I guess. You know, that's... I, I would... Uh, 
Yeah, until he gets to Vegas and he has one of those girls start teaching him things that he never even needed to know about. Yeah. At 13, 14. I might be full of it. I think he had a little girlfriend here that he's, he was pissed off that he was breaking up with. So they may have they may have uh, done something, but I don't think he's been like touching her boobs and stuff. He likes Latin women, so he's excited. There's a lot of Latinas in Las Vegas. So that's good news for him. Is there? Yeah. Yeah. Not, allegedly. I'm, I'm guessing not as many as here. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You think it's all white people in Vegas? Mm, no, I, I mean I, I don't. I don't know what the the racial makeup is there. I know we have a pretty big Hispanic population in Houston. Well, yeah, I think they've got one in Las Vegas too. Mm. Of course, Las Vegas isn't as big as Houston, so pure numbers. He's, he's losing true. out. Well, maybe pure num like he's going to be going to a way smaller high school. Yeah, that, that's good. So maybe it'll be easier for him to get laid. Hey, a big high school, maybe it's tough. I don't know. Yeah, I. I hmm. Uh, he's got to do what he's got to do, though. Yeah, he's gonna have to earn it like a man. Just counsel him to be very careful these days. Oh boy, you don't want to get the uh, you don't want to get the 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 STD Rona. I don't uh, listen that one. I I worry very little about. He's very uh, he's a he's a rule follower. He's a a people pleaser. He he ain't trying to get in trouble. When the little one comes of age, oh man. He's for sure not making it out of eighth grade without touching boobs. One hundred percent. He's going to be a boob toucher. <sighs> Wait, you know what's going to be funny? AJ's going to have grandkids before me. Uh probably. <laughs> I and and I'm, I'm not going to be able to make fun of him for it because he won't be here. And I'm That's not. True. I'm not going to ruin our gambling segment. That ain't my like problem. A, oh, and not only did you get. Oh, a, you think it's my problem if they have kids? Not no. only did you get a grandkid, you got a granddaughter. Congratulations. That's not my problem either. <laughs> yeah, it's about to be. Mm-mm. Especially when when your kid's 15 and they both have to live with you. Mm, oh, that's not going to happen <laughs> for sure. No, if my kid has a kid at 15, he's going. He'll he'll be shipped off to boot camp, or like some sort of military academy. I don't know. I guess you can't send him to boot camp at 15, but. He'll for sure be at some sort of a boarding school. Hmm. Well, although my daughter did get a tattoo, so I might need to get more worried about a that. tattoo. Yeah, you didn't see that on Twitter. She no. Yeah. What is it? Uh, it's like a blue thing. A blue thing. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? I, it's. I don't know what it is. It's like a thing. I just. You have to find it on Twitter. I don't understand. Like, have you not talked to her about it? No, she did it without him. Listen, she's. I mean, obviously, she did it without you, but you didn't think to like send her a text and. Mm. Well, I just said, uh, yeah, I saw it on Twitter. That was okay. my response. Because I mean, well, I mean, the thing is, I it's like you can't do anything about it now. I would have probably counseled against it. Yeah. Well, and, you don't have any tattoos. No, but I mean, it's also, hey, you're you're 20 years old. You can make your own choices now. That's true. Does your does your son have tattoos? No, no, I can't see him doing that. But I, she's always been the more the cooler of the two. You know, the more I guess, uh, uh, the more social of the two. How's that? Okay, she's got a lot of my personality. So sh- what she's got is a the lower half. Like from um, just below the boobs down to the feet of a female body with blue stockings, and she puts the definition of the uh, of the tattoo or like the 
the explanation of the tattoo right there. A blue stocking is an intellectual or literary woman. But she's also got a girl's mm. butt tattooed on her leg now. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, uh, isn't that sort of pretentious? Yeah, if you're getting if you're getting a tattoo of a an intelligent woman, okay. Well, I guess I'm not so shocked. Uh, hey, I want to shout out to to JJ on Twitch who uh, came in with us on uh, on the site for a little bit. Uh, invested with us so we're uh you know things are things are about to pop man and and i i gotta i gotta thank you one more time for hooking me up with matt you're uh, not sexually no no he uh but he's he's gonna be managing the site for us and just since he's come on board we have uh done more in the last week and a half than we managed to get done in the months leading up to it and uh everything is is right on path now to launch and he's been fantastic so um, get ready for Sports Map Elite to be badass. All right, so I'm I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm also excited about new brakes. And if you need the brakes repaired on your car, it's one place that you should hit up. And you don't need to go anywhere; they will come to you. That's what New Brakes does. And uh, we've gotten so many listeners have sent me stuff and said, "Man, I use New Brakes. They were quick. They were nice. Uh, they did a fantastic job. And oh, by the way, I saved money." And do you really want to go spend two hours sitting in a in a shop right now or a dealer when you can save 20 to 50% off of that? They can come to your house, fix it right there in your garage, or, or if you're at work. How about this? You can do work and be productive, and they'll come to your workplace and fix it while you're doing it. Like AJ could have it done while he's uh, on the show, and they would do it for him. You get a 24-month, 24,000-mile warranty. And if you just go to newbreaks.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com, Mention ESPN or me, you're going to get 10% off. They'll get right back to you within a couple of minutes. They'll ask some questions, and then boom, surprise-free repair quote. Newbreaks.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Mention ESPN for 10% off at Newbreaks.com. I assume you knew. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. WWE is returning to the road and will start at Toyota Center with Friday Night SmackDown on July 16th. You know when that is? Two days. It marks the first ever Friday Night SmackDown on Fox in Houston. Don't miss all your favorite WWE stars as they return to the road for the first time in over a year. Very few tickets remain at toyotacenter.com. But uh, at 535, caller number three wins a pair of tickets to see it live for free. At 713-780-3776. Also, come hang out with your favorite sports station tomorrow at Stacked Pickle, Houston. You can enjoy all the, the all-day drink specials and stack on some of their delicious food, like their stacked burgers or wings. Stacked Pickle has over 20 flat-screen TVs, so you can view the game from all angles of the bar and the restaurant. Be there from 1 to 7 p.m. as part of our summer, summer circuit. Brought to you in part by Lefeite 
LafayetteTravel.com. Come on by on a Thursday to register a two-night family getaway in Lafayette, Louisiana. In a Traeger Lafayette. I'm going Lafayette now. You've, you've ruined it for me. Um, and uh, where were we? A $2,000 value is for the thir- T- Traeger Timberline 1300 Wood Pellet Grill from Texas Star Grill Ship Shop. Uh, we'll be giving away tons of cool prizes, gift cards, and a WWE SmackDown tickets for the first Friday night SmackDown in over a year. You must be present at Stack Pickle to win. Come see the Press Box and the Blitz with Henry Thomas tomorrow from 1 to 7 at Stack Pickle, located FM 1960 West. I'm totally distracted by whatever the hell that is you're doing over there. What is that? It's mezcal. Ooh. Put hair on your chest. You know what I'm going to do for the, you know what I'm do for the last uh, in-studio show? What are you going to do? I think I have two Falcon 9s left. Ooh. I think I'm going to bring one of them. Nice. It'll be our, our celebration. Aaron, you got some mezcal in here when you uh when you get a chance. Hmm. So what's the occasion? Uh the occasion is I gotta get rid of it. Hmm. So seven one three seven eight oh ESPN. Somebody said who's gonna pay in these times for sports map elite? Uh something about outside future thinking is not in the question. Hope it goes well, but I, I gotta tell you, man, um, I don't know if you paid any attention to what's going on in the gambling business right now. It's exploding. It is It is a gold rush. And there's a reason that people were willing to put up an awful lot of money to be a part of this because they know the potential for selling it for a ridiculous amount of money. And, you know, it's we're going to have fun doing it. And whether we keep it or whether we sell it, it's it's going to do just fine, sir. I don't think you have to worry about it. And there's no reason for, you know what? No reason for you to be interested, but we got, we're going to have something for just about everybody that wants to gamble and we're going to have some fun. You know what? I'm going to throw this out. Guess, guess who's going to do weekly NASCAR preview videos. Juggalo Trey. Yes, he is. Hell yeah, Bubba. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and tell people about that. And if you haven't paid attention to his NASCAR picks, dude's killing it. So, uh, somebody says, I still got two Falcon nines. Still want the, uh, barrel age version. Yeah, it looks like the barrel age version will be bottled in September. Okay, and so the release will be after that. And you'll have to ship some up my way. Yeah, I will, I will definitely get you some. And we're gonna, um, we're gonna, we'll, we'll. I'm working on getting a show out there for the release, which okay. will be fun. So, uh, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, all right, did I get to everything I was supposed to get to? I did. I did a giveaway. Right, we're happy with the giveaway, and. And we did our Stack Pickle. So tomorrow's Henry Thomas at Stack Pickle. That'll be fun. Henry was in here yesterday with uh, Freddie D. And uh, Friday will be Patrick Creighton. So it it should be interesting. And Blitzer's asking, uh, can I get a fractional share for for small amounts of money? uh, Of Falcon 9? No, of of the... Oh, of your business? Yeah. Are you taking investors, or are you already we, sold out? Well, we, we, I have a couple of percentage points left, and I'm thinking about putting something together, you know, for the listeners where it's not going to cost them what it would actually cost if you're buying in, but like a group of listeners to, to yeah. buy it for the same share. I'm thinking about doing that. Okay. So, um, you know, I almost had some stake in that company. Yeah, you almost did, but you chose to leave. I know. So. Um, but we'll see. I mean, right now we're pretty much sold out. 
Sorry, friends. You're late yeah. to the party. Yeah. Well, and it's funny. You should have been a big-time Costa Rican investor. Uh, you saying, had your chances. I'm just saying. I, uh, you know, we were telling people about this for months, and I, I met with a lot of uh, potential investors, and everybody was interested, and then we went with the guys that we went with, and as soon as they started seeing things like the Action Network, which was about to go bankrupt, sell for $244 million, all of a sudden my phone starts ringing off the hook again. <laughs> It's like, I've been telling you guys this for months. So there. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, but more importantly, I mean, I, that, that, if that happens, if we wind up selling it, great. But, yeah, my plan is to have this thing built up where in a year, then it, the next step is, is start our own uh, television network out of it. Ooh, I mean, so we got, fancy I mean, boy. We got some big goals for this, man. And and it's uh, are you going to be the Musburger of the whole deal? No, I mean I I have people with actual talent. <laughs> you know my uh, my plan is to, you know, I'm just going to handle a business in and do do horse racing content and some sports betting content and poker content. Uh, but you know I've got good people to run it. So long term, you know, and long term, I kind of hope to get away from all that. So, are we are we drinking this or what? It's, it smells good. I don't want to yeah, have yourself. I mean, it's, it's it's. I wouldn't shoot it. No, it's uh, it's for sipping. It's pretty good. Yeah, thank mm. you. I've got, I've got excellent taste. Mm. Maybe you didn't notice. Mm. <laughs> eh, no, I didn't notice. To be honest, so. Oh no, Trey's ex Tiana is from Kirbyville. Oh no, really? That was that abusive chick. Uh-oh. And somebody asked her, will you be competing with pregame? Not really. We're we're going to do, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things where on the surface you might say that, but the reality is um, RJ has a very different kind of setup, and it's very successful, and, and we're just, we're going to do it a different way. Like our, Ours is going to be a flat once-a-month fee, and you get everything we do. So... Uh, where it's not like if you want AJ Hoffman's picks, you ha- you go specifically to AJ. Uh, in this case, you're going to get everybody we have, and it's Jerry Bow and BC and a whole bunch of really talented people, and uh, and we're also going to do a lot of poker and a lot of uh, horse racing in addition to sports betting. So it's not just going to be sports betting, and you know, so we're going to try to tap into all the boy. That is some good body warming stuff right there. Thank you. Uh, I'm going back through Twitter, and Lamont is right. He said, I didn't know Westheimer and San Felipe uh, intersected. And he's right. They don't. I'm at Post Oak. I was by that Starbucks, hmm. like, turning on to Westheimer. That's where I got called a crooked head bitch. Yeah. Uh, Doc Media, which I'm guessing is Will Doctor, who's already big time, just says pregame golf greater than sports map golf. Uh, you know what? You might want to hold off on that because you picked wrong last time. So there. Nope. He's in. <laughs> he's in. Uh, he's uh, uh, he's too busy to call into our show. Yeah, but he's in and there. Tell us yeah. whose team is the best. Yeah, but what are you going to do? No, I mean that's uh, the good news is there's some there's some audiences that, that we have that are we'll have we'll have some good golf on there. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, he's doing write ups on this thing all the way up until the first tee off tonight. Oof. Yeah. Oof. And you know that's what happens when you're very good at something like that. That yeah, you know. Everybody wants your opinion on. All of a sudden, you get pulled in a million different directions. Somebody says poker is not a sport. No, poker is not a sport. As much as I love it, it's a game. It's a game. And it's a fun game. Yeah, it, it's 
Yeah. Some it's would a argue, game of skill. Some would argue with Bagger Vance. It is the greatest game, in my opinion. Poker greater than golf as far as games go. Is golf not a sport? Um, I think golf is, golf is a sport. I think golf's a sport. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it that, especially since now that we're a golf show. But, yeah, hey, give the link so that people can go get Will Doctor's stuff since he's he's working. Crystal says it's on ESPN, therefore it's a sport, LOL. Well, the spelling bee's on ESPN, Crystal. So, is the spelling bee a sport? I don't think so. Hmm. Um, I teach that golf is a hobby. No, not for the guys who make money at it. That's some pretty serious stuff. Is NASCAR a sport? Um... That, I mean, NASCAR yeah, and horse racing are in the same boat, Yeah, right? well, I mean, the thing is... Because really, the, the machine is doing most of the work. Yeah, but there's... It's like the horse is doing most of the work. and The horse is doing most of the work, but the horse is actually a living athlete itself. And the little guy on the back has to do a lot, a lot too, so... Well, so does a NASCAR driver. Yeah, but I mean, he's also got an engine doing the work, as opposed to uh, an actual animal. Yeah, but it also takes some endurance to sit in a... 180 no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not. See, now here's here's the thing that I, I also I, don't know that anything involving animals should be considered a sport. Here's here's the the problem with defining things like that is there are a lot of things that are extremely athletic that I don't think are. I mean, obviously, it takes a lot of athleticism to do pro wrestling, not a sport. Fair. So you can't just say, is it athletic? You can't just start with that yeah. blanket statement because, uh, frankly, gymnastics, extremely athletic. I don't consider gymnastics a sport. Anything that's, my thing is anything that's judged by a human being, uh, I don't think that can be a sport. So MMA, not a sport? Boxing, not a sport? No, I think the difference there is is it is judged by human beings, but you can also end the fight. You, got, you knock somebody out, you tap somebody out, then it goes to a scorecard. Gymnastics don't work that way. It's true. You go and yeah. you do your flips, and they give you a score. Um, what about like uh, it, like running? Is running a sport, or is it just exercising? No, well, competitive running is, yeah. is lifting weights a sport? Yes, competitive weightlifting. Yes, because you can outlift the person next to you. I mean, you this can, is a conversation yeah. a buddy of mine and ha- I have all the time because all the the people, the females in the group of people we hang out with, get mad when he says, you know. Figure skating, gymnastics, not sports, because it's a subjective grading system. Baseball, ball or strike. Yes, if you take out the umpire and you just put a computer in charge of ball or strikes, that makes it a sport. We got to get rid of these umpires, by the way. I'm turning more and more team robot. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, I agree with you in principle, but you've done this show long enough to know that Skynet is coming and all we're doing is encouraging it. I'm all right. Listen, I'm going to be out of their range pretty soon. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Nate says, sorry if weightlifting is a sport, gymnastics is as well. I was just thinking running and weightlifting because that no, just sounds like exercising to well, me. But not, not when you're doing it competitively. When, when you're in the gym getting, uh, doing grappling, then you know, that's, that's a lot different than when you're actually in a tournament and you're playing for something. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a workout. But when you're when you're trying to beat another human being at it, that's that makes it a sport. IOT says but, if golf is a sport, so are darts and bowling. I don't know. Eh, like bowling no. seems kind of like maybe. 
But I don't know. And then it goes, well, if golf, is, I mean, I was going to say, if you can drink beer while you do it, is it a sport? Cornhole. Cornhole's not a sport. No, no. It's on ESPN. Uh, yeah, so is the spelling bee. We've, we've already agreed that he, being on ESPN isn't the, that, that's not I'm saying, what, if you're putting darts and, and bowling in there, cornhole's right around the corner. But you can also, I mean, you can drink beer while you play golf and play softball. You can drink beer and bowl. And you can't, yeah. You know what, I, I'll, I'll be interested to ask Henry about this tomorrow because he's a big-time bowler. Oh, is he? Yeah. What's his uh? What, what's his his high score? Uh, I don't know, but I know he's one of those guys that has like a bag with three different balls in it. What? Yeah, he's serious about it. What's the best bowling score you've ever had? Oh God, it would have. You know, I I bowl like once every three years now. But when I was a kid, we were in leagues and stuff, and I I mean I'd get over two hundred, but not by much. You know. It's That's, funny. Like I, I've got no real strategy to bowling. I've bowled a two thirty before, but I've also bowled like an eighty before. So yeah. it's uh, yeah. Last last time last time I, I played was about well right before the Rona, uh, with a bunch of bunch of friends and we all got drunk and went and played, and I had to get a strike on the very last roll to get to a hundred. And I was like very proud of myself. If there's a ball involved, it's a sport. Mm. Is billiards a sport? I vote no. No, that's a hard no. No. Yeah, I mean Chinese checkers has little balls. That's a. Uh, that's certainly not a sport. Ping pong. Ping pong. Uh, ping pong can be a sport. Yeah, I mean, Dude, again, you, if you play a competitive ping pong, you're gonna get sweaty. It'll wear your ass out. Mm. Plus, it's. I mean, there's a ball in beer pong. It's true. Mm. Yeah, I. I mean, I. I don't. My only way of defining it is. Preferably, there's something athletic involved. Uh, it's a competition that can be settled without a ju- having to go to a judge. And you're not sitting around at a table folding every other hand. Okay. Hutech uh, CPA says it's fishing a sport. I'm going no. It's good competition, though. Sure. That goes yeah. back to your if it involves an animal. Yeah, I don't, like, I, don't, I don't think sports have animals. So. All right. And people... Having fun with Aaron's comment about cornhole is just around the corner. I'm glad somebody got it. Oh. All right. Quick break. The Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is The Blitz. The Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. And somebody asked, "What about polo sport that involves animals?" It's the sport of kings. They say, "Yeah, and, and polo is is soccer on horses." So yeah, I'm going to say sport. It's speaking of sport. Look who made time for us. Oh uh, yes, the uh, the. World champion of uh, pregame podcasts and golf genius, our buddy Will Doctor. What's up, man? Sports, guys. Sports to you, Will. Are you, uh, you're a busy man today or what? I'll, very busy. I was going to send out, send Aaron over the link, but yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm one of six guys doing the uh, the pre-player profiles for, for the Open.com and then 
uh, doing a couple some 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 live scoring work for for PGATour.com. So yeah, I've been busy with that, and uh, yeah, just uh, I'm ready for uh, I'm ready for a, for a great open at St. George. It's uh, it, it, this is a this is a different uh, this is a different league style golf course. So looking forward to to watching these guys this week. Well, I wish you would have gotten done with your previews before we picked our golfers. That would have been helpful. Just going forward, um, Wait, before we before we get to this, have you had a chance to to play over there uh, at any of the links courses in in Europe? You know, I haven't. I've never been over there. Oh, wow. um, I've only, yeah, only uh, you know the the co host to the the podcast we do on pregame, James Ledbetter. He's been to. He's been to a ton of them, and I've kind of picked his mind a little bit on St. George. And uh, you know, it's a different golf course because you can you can hit a tee ball right down the middle of the fairway at St. George, and there's mounds in the middle of the fairway that just kick it dead right and left in this thick brush. So you kind of either have to lay back. Uh, well, actually, most of the time you have to lay back. Distance really, distance really doesn't matter at all in this hole. When you say that, is that why Bryson is so far down the uh, the favorites list here at thirty five to one, to, or is that caddy related still? Yeah, so uh, I think part of it is he doesn't have a very good track record at the Open. Uh, he can't the way that he swings it, he, even when he's kind of dialing it back a little bit, he still hits it so hard with puts so much spin on the ball, and it just gets caught up on the wind. But I, I would really say. Uh, you know his odds have shifted uh, primarily uh, due to, to the caddy reasons, and uh, you know this is another thing that James disagrees with me with. But you know I, I really think that that uh, Tim Tucker, Bryson's now former caddy, uh, you know played such a huge role on his bag. The amount of analytics that Bryson goes through in a round, it takes two uh, to get that job done, and. Uh, it's going to be an expensive bag, and, and it'll be interesting to see who gets on it. But yeah, I really think he—I I don't think he uh, is going to perform as well without Tim off the bag. All right, well, let's get into our, uh, our our game here. You know the rules of the game: we pick six, and our top four scores count. Bottom two get dropped. Uh, I had the first pick. I'll give you my team first, since I had the first pick today. I took Brooks. I took Xander. Uh, and I took Louis Oosthuizen out of the top tier. Uh, I took Mark, wow, I love that. I took Mark Leishman out of tier two. Uh, I took Kevin Kisner out of tier three, and I took Marcus Armitage as my uh, long shot. What do you think of that team? Uh, so I, I would. I, I'm going to hear out the other teams, but uh, Brooks Xander and Louis are. are are three unbelievable picks for this week. Uh, you know, Xander is really yet to have a big uh, is yet to have a bad week in any big golf week, let alone the majors. I mean, he came second at the Masters uh, and second at the U.S. Open a couple weeks ago at Torrey Pines as well. And and before that, he finished 18th at the World Golf Championship match play in Austin. Uh, He's just unbelievable. I don't see a world, really, where he finishes outside the top 20 this week. Um, and Brooks Brooks is putting on that alter-ego show that, you know, saying, oh, this is my this is one of my least favorite links golf courses. That's another one who, you know, finishing outside the top five in a major just isn't in his language. So 
uh, a well-rested Brooks is going to fare well this weekend. Uh, and and for Louis Ustazen, I think uh, maybe the only thing that can stop him is a little bit of age. He's had some back injuries, but he finally found his putting this year. As far as statistics go, out of Louis' 18-year career, this is his best. This is his best year putting by a mile, and uh, and that's what it takes at the Open Championship. You know, a lot of people think it's it's with the the driver and the irons keeping keeping the ball out of the air and keeping it low. I mean, uh, you know, the toughest part about golf on link style ball on link style courses is one putting in the wind is the toughest. And you can have up to an 100 yard putt that the greens are so big. Uh, you know, if you hit it solid, as Tom Watson used to say, it doesn't matter the trajectory of your ball. But if you hit it solid, it's going to pierce through the wind. So, uh, Louis' putting, I think, is really going to, you're going to start well for him this week. But, uh, let's hear, let's hear some other lineups here. Well, I did see, I want to see if you agree. I was reading that if, if you're going to pick an older guy to win a major, the, the, the open's the one to do it on. Absolutely, absolutely, and and I mean, when you look back at the at the you know just to back that up a little bit more, when you look back at the the previous Open to Royal St. George, it was Darren Clark who was forty one at the last one. Before that, it was Ben Curtis who was kind of an older journeyman uh, who, who hadn't uh, won as much, certainly hadn't won as many as the other major champions. And before that, in nineteen eighty one, it was Bill Rogers who's actually from Texarkana, Texas. Uh, but he was a first-time winner at the Open Championship. Went on to win four or five more times on the PGA Tour. But, yeah, it's really inviting to pull, uh, the older first-time winners. So I think that plays a, plays a nice part in, uh, in a Louis pick this week. God, I haven't heard Darren Clark's name in years. <laughs> Fred, Fred had second choice today, and he went with John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Patrick Cantlay, Harris English, uh, who was your uh, your your next tier pick? Oh, Jason Kokrak and Taylor Gooch. What do you think of uh, Freddie Boy's squad here? So, listen, I certainly like I certainly like Tom more than I'd say some other experts because you know a lot of people think that he can't win. Uh, well, I mean, winning three times in a row in golf is just a tough feat, and. From a betting perspective, I count the event that Rom got DQ'd at for uh, testing positive for COVID. I count that as a win. He had a six-shot lead uh, going into Sunday. I just, I from from a personal betting perspective, I look at it as a win. Obviously, Cantley won that event, but and then follow that up by the incredible finish or the incredible win at the U.S. Open. Uh, his mindset is really just in a great place. He's really matured in that in that uh, category a lot here over the past two months. I like um, you know I like Cantlay and I like Kokrak. I'm, I'm skeptical of Rory. He said he made a couple swing changes uh, two weeks ago before the Scottish Open and ended up missing the cut there. Uh, like I said, putting one of the toughest aspects of, of the Open and. And that really hurts Rory uh, right now because he's fighting his putter every week. So uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not placing a ticket on Rory this week. And uh, Kale and, and Harris English are, are guys that are having incredible years. So um, I, I think uh, I think those will those will fare well. 
Aaron had the last choice. His first pick was Spieth. Then he went Colin Morikawa, Scotty Scheffler, Adam Scott, Guido Migliozzi. And then for his last pick, he took uh, Jazz, John Awadatanon. Yeah. I feel I like Stephen A. Smith uh, there, but I don't know how to say that name. Jan Awadatanon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I love I love uh, Jordan Spieth and, and, and Scotty Scheffler this week. Two Texas guys, and just over the years, got players from Texas have performed well uh, across the uh, across the pond because of, of the high Texas winds that, that we have to deal with here. Uh, but Spieth, um, you know, the only thing I'm skeptical about Spieth is that he hasn't played a, 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 a tournament. Since the U.S. Open, he, he could have played Travelers. He could have played a couple of the events uh, in Europe before the U- before the Open. And and I actually like uh, you know I, I like guys more this week that played either the Irish Open or the Scottish Open in one of the two weeks before this because they're already overseas. And with some of the the, the COVID regulations from the RNA, it just helps to be there earlier. So um, I, I certainly understand speed. You know. He's on a bit of a different schedule this year, uh, you know, taking his technique a lot more seriously. So, uh, you know, shortening the schedule a little bit definitely helps him. But Scotty Shuffler, um, as far as young players uh, and this week's uh, Open, I, I like him the most. Uh, he, he's been over there in junior events before. So it, it is his first Open, but it's not his first time on Lynx Golf, uh, like it is for actually Colin, which is surprising. I saw that this morning, Colin Morikawa. This is his first event ever um, on, on a Lynx Golf course, I, and I, I'm not sure how that's possible. I ended up looking it up. All the the team events where uh, college players usually go overseas uh, happened to fall. The years that he played, it happened to fall that the rotation was in the U.S. So this is his first time on Lynx style Golf. I, I I certainly think it's a, it's a disadvantage. I mean, even even the greatest ever, Tiger Woods, said that uh, you know it took him five to six years to really figure out Lynx golf. So um, I, I think if I were to rank uh, the lineups this week, I, I would go uh, I'd go AJ, um, Aaron, and then Fred for I think that's that's it's been the same lineup for three events. Well. Uh, last week, you, last tournament, you were wrong. I didn't have the best team. No, oh. Horribly wrong in my I, I only had three guys. Or no, I, I did have four guys make the cut, but one of them was terrible. Actually, I won by like two, so you weren't horribly wrong. Yeah, I, I almost <laughs> caught Fred, but it, it, wasn't, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't all that close, honestly. But I do like my squad this week. I, uh, I, I, I don't know if, I, if, if Fred would have taken Rom had he had the first pick. Would you have taken Rom? No, or I was. I was going to take Brooks. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I, I think maybe I lucked out and uh, and I had the first pick, uh, but I, I, I'm I like Brooks to win this week. I think that he's uh, this is a chance for him to kind of ride on uh, on Bryson because I think Bryson's in a little bit of a slump, and Brooks can kind of tell him suck on that, pal. Uh, while, kick him while he's down. I'm for that. And yeah, I, I uh, that's not a big pick, not a bad pick at all. Well, my my long shot pick, and I, I know I'm no uh, Will Doctor, but I like Harris English to to have a good run at this thing. Yeah, my long shot this week, uh, I, re- I really like uh, I really like Matthew Fitzpatrick. He uh, he finished second at the uh, at the at the uh, at the Scottish last week, and 
it, this is uh, this is his first major in his home uh, country of England. So I think if there's any, uh, you know, if, if you want to place a long shot ticket this week, I think uh, Matt is Patrick's guy. He's at forty to one, and I, I was looking for him because I saw he's done so well on the Euros uh, uh, Euro stuff. And I was thinking I was going to get a big juicy number on it, but he's in the same tier as all the first tier guys. So he like he's got shorter odds than Scotty Scheffler, even. Yeah, I think uh, I think that changed quite a bit after his finish last week because I, I know that he had been struggling. Uh, you know, his prior two events before that here in the states, he had struggled a bit in. But yeah, he he gets back uh, over on that European schedule. And he's a guy to watch out for. Give us a guy to totally avoid this week. Um, ooh, I, I would say. Well, I mean, out of the, out of the favorites, out of out of who was, uh, you know, out of the favorites, I would really say Rory, uh, because obviously, if he's tinkering with his coach Pink, uh, Pete Cowan on his swing and and. Uh, and he's still not putting well. It, you know, that's two things that at Royal St. George, uh, it's it's uh, you know, if you're struggling with your ball striking and your putting, uh, I'm not sure how you succeed because as far as ball striking goes on link style golf courses, St. George is the toughest. There, there's a ton of blind shots. It's actually why Brooks Kepka said he didn't. You know, he he it wasn't his favorite link style golf course. But if you're fighting your swing and I don't care, you know, he, he says that, you know, the putts just aren't falling, but, you know, if you look at the statistics, uh, you know, Rory hasn't putted well for the better part of two years. So, um, you know, I don't think he stands a shot of winning this week. All right. That's Will Doctor. You can, uh, you can find it. Where, where, where are we finding your stuff this week, man? Well, so this week, uh, you know, any of the player profiles that you read on the open webpage, uh, you know, it, 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 it's it's going to stay open staff, but I'm going to fix that doing that. You can find my direct work on PGATour.com uh, every Tuesday, and, and then of course the uh, you know uh, once a week on the uh, on the RJ Bell uh, Dream Preview podcast. All right, that's Will Doctor. Appreciate it, man. We will uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, brother. Hi, right, boys. All right, we are way overdue for a break. Sorry, you picked me to win again, Fred. Oh, I mean. It was obvious he was going to do that. It didn't matter. Like, like what we should have done is lied. You should have given him my team. You think he would have changed his mind? Yes, he would have picked you. Okay. You could have given him Aaron's team. He would have picked you. You might be right. Oh, no. I know I'm right. It's, uh, but that's okay. I, and I'm going to tell you, I'm no golf expert, but the one thing about Rory, he's a Euro. That's true. And guess what? Guess who wakes up at these tournaments? Euros. All right. So I've got a Euro on my team. Marcus Armitage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Armitage. That sounds so English. It is. He's a, he, uh, it's, it, his profile says, a fun-loving Englishman. That's why I took him. Ah. I, well, you know what? There's two kinds of Englishmen. There's the fun-loving ones, and then there's the stuck-up ones. That's right. I like the fun-loving ones. I got a fun-lover. Quick break. It's the Blitz <laughs> on ESPN 97.5925. Superstars feeling like a pop star. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Brought to you by Zadok Jewelers. KFNC and KFNC HD2 Mont Bellevue, Houston.